Welcome to Spark. I'm Angela Wagner. And I'm Nicola Skino. And together we're here as your hosts for a mix of happy hour style venting and results-based coaching. Spark is a judgment-free space where we'll chat about both the brilliant bits of life as well as the bits that are a little more sucky. With lightness, laughter, and the belief that there's no such thing as oversharing, we'll guide you in finding clear paths out of murky messes and toward discovering inspiration in everyday moments. This week, we will discuss how a dance party can change your mood, how a minimalist handles Santa Claus, and how folding panties can change your world. <laughs> we got some good stuff this week. Nicole, how are you doing? <laughs> Fantastic. I can't wait. Panties. I can't wait. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. This is going to be a fun one. I love it. So what's new in your world? Well, I just taught my very first private yoga lesson and it was so much fun. Oh, I just I absolutely loved it. Oh, that's so great. That that like warms my heart because. I remember when you first started taking yoga. Oh my, I know. Isn't it crazy? Total. I never, never thought that this is where I was going to land at all, which is crazy. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm sure that your student loved it. So. Oh my gosh. We had so much fun. We were giggling, laughing, holding poses so long. Our butt cheeks were hurting. It was fantastic. Everything about it. <laughs> ah, see? So yes, yeah, so that's just such great inspiration because when Nicole came, she wanted to do my teacher training for yoga and she was like, I don't think I could ever teach, but I just want to do it. And I was like, okay. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see, dot, dot, dot. And then somehow here I am. <laughs> There's so many people that could go to yoga teacher training because they just, they're interested in learning more and they, but they don't think that they like could ever be, you know, good enough to teach. And totally. it's so funny. Yeah. And oh. some of the best teachers you, you included have come out of that with that attitude Aww, and shifted you. it. Yeah. You're I'm an amazing teacher. Well, it definitely not where I thought I was going to be. I was just excited to like learn more about my own practice and then boom, hello, here we are. <laughs> I know. So it just, it's a good lesson to kind of follow things that interest you. Like you don't have to have a plan of like where you don't have to have any clue where they're going to go, but mm -hmm. if something interests you, just try it on and see. Cause I mean, that's, that's essentially what happened to me and how I got into the yoga business because when I was growing up. I would always go, well, not when I was like little, but when I was a little bit older and started to work out, I would go to step aerobics classes with my mom mm -hmm. and we loved it. It was like our favorite thing to do. And even through college and I kept being like, I want to teach, I want to be like a step teacher, you know? Mm -hmm. And, <clears throat> and I did. So I got certified and then I started teaching step and I started teaching spin and, and then I became a personal trainer. And then when I lost my job, I started to do that full time. And then one of my teachers was like, I mean, one of my bosses at one of the gyms was like, I really, really need a yoga teacher. I need you to go to this training. And I was like, I'll go to the training, but I'm like way stressed. Like I'm Italian. I'm like <laughs> teacher. I'm not going to be able to teach yoga, you know? So it's just kind of interesting how things develop that you never new like you you just don't know your path so yeah that makes them even more interesting too when you don't know how it's going to go and you just kind of land there mm, I don't know just makes it even more fun I know it it really does and that's one of the things that my I just credit my parents so much for because growing up they were just like try everything that interests you and they were always encouraged like they didn't have expectations about like 
what we would do, where we would land or anything. And so like now I own a yoga studio and I'm a coach, life coach and, and my brother is an opera conductor. So crazy. (laughs) Yeah. So cool. I know. I'll post his website on, uh, on the show notes because, um, you guys can check him out. He's like one of the youngest. It's crazy. And he's been doing it for years. So even like 10 years ago, it was like, what you, you conduct operas, you know? Oh, that's so neat though. I know. And it really is all because they just said, try, try whatever interests you. So that's our, there's our nugget, but okay. Moving on to, uh, less, positive things into sucky moment of the week. (laughs) We still need music. I like it. Oh yeah, we do. That's right. Okay. We'll work on that for next episode. Maybe we will. Um, so this week's sucky moment is not like a major, it's not a major sucky moment, but at the time when I was in it, I was really annoyed. So it seemed much suckier at the time, but I'm going to rate it a one on the sucky scale. So it's just mildly sucky. (laughs) (laughs) so uh, my son Caleb who's a teenager in high school we all have like a separate chore list that we do each day and one of his is to do the dishes we all have a dish day nobody likes dish day but we started having this weird not weird probably a typical teenage problem and he would always leave his dirty dishes in the sink and oh my goodness it would just drive me bananas I'm like it's two more steps to the dishwasher to just put it in there (laughs) so that it can go and it was seriously just driving me bananas and we would have to like repeatedly tell him put your dishes in the dishwasher, put your dishes in the dishwasher. And then finally, like it just hit me. I was like, okay, that's enough talking about it. It's enough letting it annoy me. I need to find a solution. And I did. So this is my inspired action. And I thought it was genius. I start Googling like dirty dish problems or something like I'm like, there's got to be something out there. Did you really Google that dirty dish problem? (laughs) I did. I was like looking up teenagers, like ways to get them to do things. Oh my gosh. It was funny. But um, I came across, of course, on the Amazon, I found a magnet that attaches to your dishwasher and it's like a little, has like a sliding scale thing on it. It just like slips over to the side. One side says dirty and then you slide (laughs) it to the other side. It says clean and I'm telling you, it has changed everything like he if it says dirty he knows you don't stop at the di- at the sink you stop at the sink rinse it off and then you take it to the dishwasher because his excuse every time was well I don't know if they're clean or not so that's why I don't put it in there which really <laughs> <laughs> that's like the I know I've heard that excuse before which I find really funny I'm Ugh. like if if you're then then that means somebody's rinsing the dishes way too much <laughs> exactly so I was like really that's not a good answer but this totally eliminates that because you look at it it says dirty you automatically know it goes straight into the dishwasher and then if it's clean then you know you need to empty it out and start the whole process over but I'm telling you it totally changed my mood and we've eliminated that whole argument we don't even have it anymore like he just knows he does it and then there's one little annoyance that you don't even have to deal with. And I was like, why complain about it? Let's fix it. <laughs> oh, I like it. So your inspired action. Well, I, I would say it's to, to buy a sign, but like <laughs> it, it's really to Google the problem because Google. there's 
Google the problem. (laughs) (laughs) There's an answer out there. (laughs) Isn't that so true, though? I mean, anytime we have any kind of issue with the house or anything, I'm like, let's Google before we do anything. Totally. Yeah. Like, let's someone else has had this problem at some other point in time. That's kind of what I'm thinking. I'm like, might as well use their wisdom, not reinvent the wheel here. So somebody wrote a blog post. Somebody posted a YouTube video Mm -hmm. or somebody's selling a product you need. Exactly. So we'll put a link to this adorable little sign. And those of you who need it, go get that little piece of magic. (laughs) I love that. I don't even think we need it, but I kind of want one just because I love organization. (laughs) Oh, no. And let me tell you, it is so gratifying. You empty the whole dishwasher out. Everything's gone. And now it's time to put dirty dishes back in. I get so much gratification in sliding the sign over. It's like a check mark for me. I'm like, done. Done and done. (laughs) Awesome. All right. So this little sign is like saving the day at the Esquino house. It is. Well, we're going to move on to one of my favorite topics and yours, actually. Oh, yes. Um, Yeah. So decluttering. And we're going to talk a lot about this in the podcast because we love it and because, oh, my gosh, I've seen such changes in people when they work on decluttering. And it can be a lot of different things. It's not just cleaning out your clothes closet. But I got really into... I guess it was last year I got really into the Marie Kondo method. And now I say I got really into it. That doesn't mean that I adopted all of it because it's definitely very extreme in its methodology. And I'll explain some of that. But I've adopted a lot of it and it's been awesome. Now, I will say when I started to do it, I was just getting, I would say just getting pregnant. I was pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Warm. I, get, I was in the process of getting right now. I was like, I think it was like before I even announced to people. So it was a little bit more challenging. Like I haven't done some of it because I was, you know, working towards, you know, maternity clothing and I mm-hmm. had some other things. So I'm kind of doing it in a little different way. But the basic premise of the program well, there's a lot, but the, but the thing that people notice or talk about the most is that her philosophy is that you ask the question, does this spark joy? And there's a lot of different things that she talks about. And I love, um, the idea that you look at an object uh, that you own and you decide, does it bring you joy? Mm-hmm. Some people will say like, uh, like minimalists will talk about like, does it add value? You know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of kind of different ways to say it or think about it. But thinking about joy for me was really different because it ended up giving me permission to let go of a lot of things. So with her style, you do it by category versus by space. And what I mean by that is you start with clothing and you have to start with clothing if you're truly a condonite or whatever you call. That's fantastic. (laughs) There's like a name. It might be that. I can't remember, but I've like looked up a million blogs and videos and stuff. There's, there's definitely a cult out there. (laughs) But so you start with clothing and instead of saying, okay, I'm going to clean out this closet, you take everything you own, all all the clothes. I mean, not everything you own. Oh my gosh. Um, (laughs) so you take everything out of your drawers, your closet, your, uh, so say I'm doing my clothes. I, I would go in the guest room because I've got some off season stuff there under my bed, like 
I've got jackets in a different closet because we, we don't have a lot of closet space. So you would, I would take every single thing that I own, shoes, clothing, and I'd put it in one room. And I actually like to do this in my living room. Like I like to take it out of the space that it's normally in because mm. it just, I don't know, shifts my brain. Um, and then you categorize it by type. So I would say like yoga or workout stuff and shoes here and, you know, everyday clothes with the kids and then work clothes, like nice work clothes or whatever, socks. And then, and then you go through it and you're supposed to pick up every item individually and look at it, hold it and say, does this spark joy? And she gets into this whole long thing about like the feeling that you have in your body. It's very yogic. Mm-hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. And that speaks to some people and then some people are like, that's eh, a little weird. Um, but just even internally, you don't have to say it out loud. Just ask yourself, like, does this bring me joy? Because there's so many times where like, I'm like, oh, I should keep this. Like, I should keep this. But then if I ask myself, does it bring me joy? The answer is no. And so it's like, oh, I now have permission to give it up. <laughs> totally. I love the idea around it too, about like thinking about what do I feel like when I'm in this, like finding that feeling, like if it's a good feeling, then keep it. But sometimes you're like, I put these on and it doesn't make me feel, I don't feel super hot. So why, why am I wearing it? You know? Oh, totally. And there's so many things. Clothes are really, is really funky because there's a lot of things, especially like with women, I find like there's a lot of things that people will still have tags on, which mm-hmm. Again, you don't want to judge yourself. I, I have one of my best friends in Austin. She's hilarious. Her and I are so different. And I mean, I go in her closet and I swear she has so many things with the tags on, which just baffles my mind. But her theory is like she keeps the tag on. And then if she doesn't wear it, she actually returns it. So she'll keep her receipt, which that's awesome because then you actually get your money back. Mm. <clears throat> but there's people that have you know, tags from two years ago and you don't have the receipt and you can't return it anyway. And so if you haven't worn it in two years, you kind of have to go, hmm. (laughs) Do I really want this? Yeah. Like it, right. And so it doesn't mean like, it doesn't have to be that you could have something in your closet that doesn't fit you right. Or like I have this like old t-shirt that's like, um, I want my MTV and I bought it like at a, uh, resale shop for an eighties party I had years ago. And it's not especially flattering. Actually, John loves it. He thinks it's super cute, but like, it's a little <laughs> short now that I've had babies. I'm like, nah, I'd like my stomach covered a little more, but it really does bring back great memories. And I, and I love it. So I keep it for that reason. And so in like her method, it's t- perfectly reasonable to keep it because it does, when I see it, it brings me joy. Mm-hmm. Um, Now, again, you don't have to do it this way. This is just one of the ways. And then she says, if you give something up, then you thank it for its service, which, you know, I thought was a little hokey, honestly, but or maybe not its service, whatever it did for you. But it is kind of cool in a way to think about something like thanking it and moving it on. I do love the idea of like, you're going to move on to somebody that can wear you or you're going to, you know do something good for someone else in the world. Yeah. I like that idea of it. Yeah. So again, take what you think is great and throw out the rest. But I will say the whole like clothing category versus doing a closet is brilliant. And the reason is mainly there's a lot of reasons, but the main reason is that you can compare. Like I didn't realize I had three cream color cardigans like <laughs> all over my house. Like what? Because they were in like three different closets. Mm. So it gives you a really clear idea. Um, 
I don't know. So what do you think about this whole, you like it, right, Nicole? Oh my gosh, I love everything about it. Um, the spark joy part really changed things for like how I look at, well, even now, like even when I buy stuff, I'm like, do I really want this because it's like sparking some sort of joy? I think it's just changed the whole way, my whole relationship with clothing, I think in general, like it's changed how I think about things. And I like the idea of having permission to not hold on to something because I'm really good about giving I love to declutter and donate and get all this stuff out. I like it to be exactly the things I'm wearing, but there were some things I was holding on to, like Vic's tux from when we got married. I was like, why am I keeping this? Like, why? <laughs> I mean, he is like significantly lighter in weight now. He could never even hold up, you know, <laughs> the pants on this one. I'm like, what am I going to do with this? Like, why? Why do I have to keep that? Oh my so, gosh, you should, you should take a pic, like he should try to get in it and take a fit. That would be awesome because oh my he gosh, feels yeah. so like thin and then he could just give it away. Yeah. But I just like the idea of having that permission. Like there's, there's no guilt around it. So when I walk in the closet now, it's not like I look in that corner and I see that suit hanging there. It doesn't like really just, I used to just get on my nerves. Cause I'm like, it, you're taking up space. We have, you're not serving me at all. Like, why are you still here? <laughs> well, I have to say though, I have to call you out on this cause you're not really supposed to be cleaning out his stuff. True statement. <laughs> I just caught her because in the method, it's only your stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 Nope. That's real. I gotta leave his stuff alone. <laughs> I admit I have we a problem. Talked about this in another podcast. We Nicole. did. I do. I have a problem. <laughs> it's the shared space stuff. If I had my own space, I think it wouldn't. It wouldn't bother me as much. But in shared space, I'm like, I see your stuff over there. <laughs> what is, how does he feel about having the suit? He probably doesn't even care. He probably doesn't even know it's there, to be honest. He's just not aware of it. I mean, he's such a boy. Well, ask him. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think we need to bring Vic on pretty soon. and He'll love it. <laughs> yeah. We need to meet the man. Oh, yeah. Uh, He'll tell you about my addiction. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. We want to hear from his side of things how, how this goes down. <laughs> well, so what I would... Well, there's a lot of things with this method. Um, she has two books out. Her first one, I think it's called like the life changing. I should have written this down and been prepared, huh? Um, <laughs> I think the life changing magic of decluttering or something similar. But we'll put we'll put that on the show notes. And then her new one is Spark Joy, and that one is actually you kind of need both. I feel like because the first one gives you. That's when I really got into it. I was like reading everything and I tried to do some, you know, the method. But then there was all these questions that I had, like, well, how do you do the folding and how do you do this and mm -hmm. why this and what about this? And then she answers all those in the second book. And I think what happened was the first book was so big and everyone had those questions that mm -hmm. she almost had to write the second book. But, um, yeah, so I would, that's get, another oh, thing. The, the folding thing was like life changing for me. Like I didn't realize how changing the way you fold stuff could actually open up more space in your drawers. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. So we will take some photos of what our drawers look like now. And I started doing this. I, like I said, I didn't do the full clothing clean out last year because of the pregnancy, but I did do like my yoga stuff and, and I refolded everything the way that she does. And we'll post, there's a video that uh, she has on how to actually do the folding. Mm -hmm. But my drawer is like changed. And I did John's drawers and he was like, oh my gosh, this is so nice. Like, cause you can actually see everything. So let's say you're doing t-shirts. Usually you stack them on top of each other and then there's a bunch smushed in the back. And so 
you tend to only notice what's on top and in front. And so in this way, you kind of, it's almost like file, you file your yeah. t-shirts. It's genius. Like it really is being able to see everything in your drawer. Ugh. Like you use it so much more that way. It's much more efficient. I'm a huge fan of efficient. <laughs> oh yeah. It's way more efficient and you don't lose stuff. And, and like you said, like you can just fit so much more in mm-hmm. your drawer. Like I have all the space now. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a lot more to the whole, like, than how do you store stuff? And it, it gets a little, for my taste, it gets a little over the top crazy. Um, so I, I don't do all of it. And I know she says you have to basically do it all or, or, you know, you're not cool, but <laughs> I would disagree. <laughs> One of my really good friends is a professional organizer and I feel like I learned most of my techniques from her. She just like changed my world. And so I kind of, combine like what I learned from her and then Marie and kind of do, do what works. And I think that's, I mean, I just think that's what we all need to do is like, we can use these methods and mm-hmm. tools to, to do what works for us. Yeah. So anyway, so that, so I encourage you to get the book and, or maybe go to your library or whatever, read about it online. There's some people that are like, think it's, awful and what it's it's I'm like it's an organizing method like how can you be so hateful (laughs) but there's I mean because there is stuff where she says like take everything out of your shower after you shower like all your shampoo bottles like wipe them down and put them away and I'm like all right Marie (laughs) too far too far (laughs) you lost me there but uh anyway so what I want to do for this week's challenge And I think we're kind of changing it from try this, but I don't know. I kind of love the challenge thing, especially for those of you that enjoy a good challenge, Mm -hmm. um, is do a shoe purge, shoe purge. Dun, dun, dun. You're like, what? (laughs) Yeah. And so this is a great way to start. And again, like I know it's not the full method, but just take all your shoes, all of your shoes, all types of shoes, sizes seasons, put them all in a room. That is shocking in and of itself for a lot of women is like, whoa, (laughs) Mm -hmm, totally. And lay them out and and categorize them, you know, boots and summer sandals and, you know, whatever, and heels and then go through, does this spark joy? And the other thing to do with shoes is probably try them on because you can keep, I mean, it's up to you. You can keep any kind of shoes that don't fit you. But like, I know for me, I have, I had a whole series of incredibly, incredibly cute shoes that don't fit me anymore. Every time I wear them, they hurt. Cause after I've had two babies, like your foot get, can get bigger. And like, I know that's crazy. <laughs> I know these are things no one tells you, but yeah, I'll I like t- tell this to all my friends that they're, they're you know they've all had babies. They're like, oh yeah, I went up a size. I'm oh like, my oh. gosh, I've never heard that before. <laughs> yeah, and so I went from like a six in you know heels to six and a half, and so I just got rid of them. And I, I love them. I was like, but they bring me joy. But I'm like, but they don't bring me joy when I have blisters. And so then I realized mm. that in the end they don't bring me joy. But oh yeah, so. Tr- that try the shoe purge that's kind of a safe one to start with and see how it goes so there we go we challenge you what do you think nicole challenge accepted challenge accepted i just did this last week so i could uh i'm excited i know i definitely already know of some that i'm not using right now that i haven't used in a while so i'm pumped yeah and i i just put up 
a bunch of them on Facebook and I, I just got an offer that popped up on my screen as we're talking. So, hey, you can make some money. Love it. <laughs> All right. So we're the, the holidays are coming up and I had a question from a podcast listener, Brandy, who wrote, my house is full of kid clutter with toys everywhere. How do I get control of this, especially when Christmas is coming? And I know Santa will add to our clutter. Oh, my, my, Brandy, I can relate to this. Okay, so this one is, I thought this one, the reason I picked this one for today was because we just kind of introduced the idea of decluttering and, you know, the condo method. So we'll talk a lot more about that in the coming podcasts. But this one's really big for me right now with kids. You know, Zoe's only seven months, not quite seven months. And, but Luke is getting to that age where toys are getting bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I found with him is like, he really only plays golf. And so he, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> you guys, he's not even two and a half and he literally is obsessed with golf. My husband's a golf teacher and he hasn't even like pushed it on him at all. But I mean, this kid goes to the driving range. I kid you not. And he, <laughs> he can hit a golf ball. So I mean, it's pretty impressive. I will post a little video because it's pretty cute. Um, But so he's playing with these golf clubs all day and he's got all these toys. So anyway, so Brandy, so Nicole had the best idea and I want you to share what your friend shared with you, Nicole. Oh, yes. So I have a friend who has three kids and it was getting a little out of hand with just the amount of toys because you would buy toys for each kid. And so it was just multiplying. And then especially at the holidays, it was getting out of control. So she came up with this idea of a three gift Christmas. And I just thought it was genius. And you can structure it however it works for you, obviously. But it was neat to have these categories and the kids understood the expectation. You're only going to get three gifts. And how it was structured is one, you would get a book to read. So any book you wanted to read. Uh, The second one was you would get a toy, some sort of toy, like that thing they really, really want, like they've seen on TV and they're like dying to have. And then the third thing was you would get some sort of experience. So it could be like something as easy as going to the arcade or maybe like it's a big overarching one. That's what her family's doing this year. The whole family's experience is going to be going to Disney World. Ooh, wow. But I thought it was just so cool and it's so simple and easy to shop for and you hit like you're getting the favorite things of that child. Like that's exactly what they're wanting, not just a random thing I saw in a commercial, which they write down and are like, yes, get me that. Yes. And so then we also talked about because Nicole and I've been having a lot of discussions. I'm like, I'm in the same boat of like, okay, how do I, you know, battle this? Because like I'll go to my friend's house and they will have like you know, a ton of toys. And I start feeling like a bad mom. I'm like, Oh my God, my house is like, (laughs) my kids don't have like half of this stuff. Do I, should I start to buy them more? You know? Mm -hmm. And, and again, there's nothing wrong with like, we want to make sure that we're not in that comparison mode because there's nothing wrong with my friends having those toys. There's nothing wrong with me not having those toys. It's just, it's just a choice. Right. Mm -hmm. So anyway, you, you had mentioned, because I said, well, what about grandparents buying toys? Oh, that yeah, that's a really big one. So the grandparents, 
you know, they, I call it grandparent syndrome, where they like want to shower the children with as many toys as possible. So how she figured out a way around that was she lets the kids pick a charity or something um, like the little angel trees, you know, that they have mm-hmm. at the mall. They would let the kids go and pick one of those. And then they would give that to the grandparent and be like, whatever toy you're going to buy me, here's who you give it to kind of thing. So it was teaching the kids about like charity and donation and caring for others, like being for the season and not just about like, oh, give me presents kind of thing. And I just thought it was so cool. Like so many lessons involved right there for that kid. Yeah, I love that. The thing is, though, the grandparents may or may not agree with that one. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Hands down. Totally. <laughs> yeah. So that that can always be challenging. Well, I know for us, because the, the kids are so small right now, we don't get the kids much, if anything. I know that sounds awful, but like our the, our parents buy our kids so much stuff. And so we we just really don't. But when they get older, that's going to be a little tougher. Oh, yeah, totally. But I think it's a smart way to go. Like, don't get more than what you can handle in your home. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think like for me, I mean, yeah, we have a house that we fit perfectly in and we don't have a lot of closet space. And I, John and I are both like, we cannot stand the physical clutter. Like every time the kids are napping or they go to sleep, the first thing we both do, we don't even say it is just, we pick up all the toys. And Mm -hmm. like, we usually have Luke like help us. That's part of it. And even Luke, like he won't go to sleep unless all his toys are picked up because he's... (laughs) He's already he's already picked up on it. <laughs> I, I think it's actually a stall tactic for him, but it works for all of us. <laughs> Genius. Such a smart kid. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we don't have a lot of extra space and we don't our backyard is pretty much all pool. So we don't have like, you know, a ton of space to leave stuff. So anyway, everyone's different, but hopefully, Brandy, that will help. You'll have to let us know if, how your holiday goes and if you you know, if you consider doing one of those things that I love that. I think that is such a cool idea. Mm, me too. All right, Nicole, you're going to finish us off with a shout out. All right. Yes. I'm so excited about this one too. So I had a student in my Nooner yoga class. His name was Christopher. And he asked me after class if I would be in a video with him. And I was like, hmm, video for what? Like, I didn't know what what are we talking about here? And he's like, we're going to have a spontaneous dance party. And I was like, yes, we are. (laughs) It just sounded like so much fun. And it was one of those days where it was just kind of like a stagnant day where you needed like a boost. And so he had this app. It was called Triller, T-R-I-L-L-E-R, kind of like Thriller, but minus the H. (laughs) And I know. And then what it does is it plays music you pick a song and then like we would both dance like he would dance I would dance we would dance together and we just did like some crazy crazy moves and at the end of it it edits it all together with music in the background and it was hilarious it was so funny and it just totally hilarious (laughs) hilarious guys take it it's a hashtag you can have it (laughs) um but it was I mean it was just one of those things totally changed the rest of my day like I just needed a pick me up and it just boosted me so I'm telling you guys have a dance party right now. Oh, dance party. I'm telling you, I totally agree with that. We, my life has just changed because we fixed our Sonos speaker. I don't know if you know what that is, but it's basically a wireless speaker and it's mm. a really good quality speaker and you can move it anywhere and, you know, you can hook it up to your computer or your phone. But then like when we moved all of our electronics and we had the kids like into different rooms, it just mm. didn't work anymore. And so John find, like looked it up, of course, Googled it and- <laughs> fixed it. And, uh, 
it's like changed our lives. Like we play music all the time now in the kitchen oh, and we dance so with the kids. Yes. And it's just, ah, it just gets you out of your funk. It does. I think it just adds energy into your day and changes it. Like gives you some positive energy, gives you a boost. Gives you a boost. Yeah. It definitely gets the endorphins going. So <laughs> everybody after you, after you listen here, get up and dance. dance or if you're, party. you're driving, don't get up, but dance. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Spark. Find us online at AngelaWagnerCoaching.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest at Coach A Wags. That's A-W-A-G-S. Remember this week to take the time to give thanks, raise a glass, and discover what it is that sparks you.